Welcome to Living the Dream with Ben and Rodney. Here's your host, Ben Wilson. Good morning and welcome to another episode of Living the Dream with Ben and Rodney. I'm your host, Ben Wilson, and my sidekick, Rodney, has a day off today because I'm on site at my job at the Vieira Company, Living the Dream with my dear friend and colleague, Eva Ray. The Vieira Company is a developer of the 20,000-acre master plan community called Vieira that's between Melbourne, Florida and Cocoa Beach, Florida, and about 45 minutes east of Orlando. Eva serves as the Director of Community Management, Amenities, and Communications for the Vieira Company, and she and I work closely together to make sure Vieira's HOAs and our community recreational facilities and golf course run smoothly. You can learn more about our Vieira community at www.vieira.com. Eva's also well-versed in the world of pop culture and being hip. And in the next two episodes, she and I will be unveiling our brackets of the Living the Dreams Sexiest Celebrity Man and Woman, which is going to be pretty awesome. So please welcome Eva Ray to Living the Dream. Hello, everyone. I'm so pleased to be here on this fabulous podcast. If you're not listening to this podcast, you are missing out. I'm so excited to have you on the show because it's kind of funny. Our working relationship and friendship, I think, can best be described by the Charlie Brown cartoon where you have Charlie Brown next to Lucy, and Lucy's got the the doctors in or the counselors in, and so I would be the Charlie Brown character. See, I thought you were going to tell me it's the one where she's holding the football <laughs> and Charlie Brown goes to punt and she pulls it away. But thank yeah. you. <laughs> so you got a, a very interesting role here at the Vieira Company as Director of Community Management, Amenities, and Communication. Tell my audience a little bit about the Vieira community and what you do for the company. Well, the Vieira community as a whole has been said a master plan community. So everything is planned out from the very beginning to the last home that we build. It's all planned out. We know pretty much where everything is going to be and how much of it there's going to be. So that's really attractive to a lot of people who are looking to relocate to a known factor, right? So you're not moving to a community where, you know, you you could be living next to something that you don't want to see every day. Well, you know what's going to be going here in Vieira. So we work really hard to plan everything out. As Ben said, I deal with HOAs a lot. So I'm out in the community talking to residents, as does Ben. We both sit on the developer-controlled HOA boards and deal with all of those issues. I teach a class about how to be a great Vieira resident, and so we go over a little bit of everything in that class, including the area, Brevard as a whole, you know, the governance structure here in Vieira. I also get out into the community. I belong on several charitable boards, engaging in the community and giving back as much as we possibly can. So Fiera is just a tremendous place to be. It's a great economic force in the county as well. You know, a lot of businesses clamoring to come into this area and a lot of people who want to be part of that vision, that economic vision. So proud to be a part of it. And one thing with Vieira is it's a community that started around 1990 is what we call a development of regional impact. And by that, we mean it's basically approved development. It's not a city. It's not a county or anything. It's actually an, an unincorporated Brevard County. So we have these entitlements that we can, like you said, plan out what we want 
as far as where the subdivisions go, where the, the schools go, where the, the office buildings go. That's actually been a very popular thing in Florida. People have probably heard of the villages and also Lakewood Ranch, and I know you've worked there. So I guess tell people a little bit about those communities and how Vieira is similar and different. Well, I would say Lakewood Ranch is actually very similar to Vieira in a sense that they also started out as an agricultural area. The family who started it, they started out with agricultural interests, just like here in Vieira. A. Duda and Sons is our parent company, and that is an agricultural company. So very, very similar beginnings. Lakewood Ranch is a little ahead of us on the development curve. We're a little behind them, but very similar concepts, everything planned out, and everyone living living the dream in, in that community. Of course, everyone has heard of the villages. I have a ton of stories. I plan on writing a book at some point, but that is a much larger master plan community, the top selling master plan community in the country, actually. And that generally is for the 55 and older active adults. And it is huge. It sits in three different counties, Marion Lake and Sumter counties here in Florida. Very active. Golf courses everywhere, community centers everywhere, just very, very active, active community. So yeah, I have a, I have a little bit of master plan community experience under my belt, uh, and I think that really helps for Vieira. Coming to, from Miami to, to Vieira and Brevard County in general, it was a big change because in South Florida, you've, you really don't have that many single-family homes unless it's like west of 95. So it's a lot of condo living, things like that. Everything's close. Whereas in Brevard County, it's more traditional American design where you've got single-family homes with yards and you've got Walmarts here that are popular and Chick-fil-A and things like that. And just the culture in Brevard is different as well. So can you talk about the culture in Brevard and how it's very unique? Because we have a lot of interesting things going on here with the Space Center. We have a lot of great parks. We, of course, have the beaches, uh, Melbourne Beach, Cocoa Beach. And it's kind of a sleepy town, but there, there is a lot of culturally diverse and interesting things going on here in Brevard County. So for those who are not familiar with Brevard County, Brevard County is geographically very long. It's it's about 75 miles long, and it has that much of coastline. So on the beach side, you have the surfer culture, right? So a lot of surfing going on. Cocoa Beach is very famous for that. We got the original Ron Johns right here in Cocoa Beach. So it's that laid back, flip flop, you know, sit out by the water, have a have a drink, have a meal, just look out over the water, that very relaxing sort of environment. And then you come inland a little bit, and it is a little bit more rural. You have a lot more open space. You know, there's areas for farming and horses and master plan communities like Vieira. But we do have some culture as well. We have the Brevard Zoo right here in our backyard. And Brevard Zoo in 2015 was actually ranked in the top 14 zoos in the country. So it is a really neat zoo to visit and bring the family to and a lot of things to do. There's also... As you go further north, you have Titusville, and of course, Titusville grew up around the space program, and you have Kennedy Space Center, and with all the new SpaceX and Firefly and Blue Origin and all the new space companies that are coming to town to do commercial space flight, 
there is a regeneration up in the Titusville area. And it's, it's really exciting to see, you know, after the, the space shuttle program was shut down, a lot of people really didn't know if the county would come back, if we would survive that. But we have come back with a furor and a passion and so many exciting things happening here on the Space Coast. You know, what you were talking about, too, with all the new Space Coast things and Blue Origin, it's bringing a ton of jobs to Brevard County, and that's really feeding the growth of Vieira because just our home building division alone, we're closing close to 400 homes, plus we have some custom home builders that we sell to that they'll build homes in the seven, dollars $900,000, $900, million-dollar range. But we're also getting a lot of apartment developers coming in because they're seeing more young people come or even people who are empty nesters who come and they want to be a part of a vibrant area. And uh, so we're continuing to grow, and that's putting pressure on us to develop our town center, which we're in the process of doing to create exciting places for people to go, not just for dinner, but also for social things. I know you've been involved in the planning of town center. Can you kind of give us some insight as to what the VR company is thinking about that to make that vibrant? Sure. So what we're thinking is that that's really going to be a gathering place, right? We've already started with a park there. There's a park with a dog park. Our first artificial turf dog park. I think Rodney has visited said park. He has. And enjoyed it. So we're going to expand on the concept of it being a gathering place. So what we would like to see and how we are planning and developing it is for entertainment. You know, having bands come in and on a Friday night, sitting around the lake, sitting around the the bandstand and getting your blanket and putting it on the lawn and listening to some music while, you know, having a drink or having something to eat. So that's really the concept and the focal point of what we're concentrating on now. There will also be some office space there and some other points of attraction, but we really want to focus on that entertainment piece and bringing people together and, you know, closing down the streets and doing an art festival or, you know, doing something that brings the community together and binds the community together. So, you know, we've got a lot going on in Vieira. I mean, one of the reasons you and I both took our jobs is because we've got about 25 more years of development. So it is an exciting time to be a part of Vieira. It's exciting to be on the team that's helping to plan this this project. Vieira is actually recognized as a top 25 master plan community in the, the nation, which is a huge thing. And, you know, we're only getting bigger and better. So like I mentioned earlier, um, you can learn more about Vieira online at www.vieira.com. If you want to stop by for a visit, definitely reach out to me. Um, it's a good place if you're coming to Orlando to go to Disney World or whatever, but you want to go to the beach while well, you're passing through Vieira. So definitely stop by. One thing I want to transition to with, with Eva is we're both parents of furry little friends. Of course, you know about Rodney being my child, but you've become a bulldog owner as well a fr- with a French bulldog and also a big dog too. So tell me what that's like because they joined your cat, Mr. Darcy. How do you juggle being a parent of dogs and cats and then this job? Well, it's not easy. Not easy at all. And and yeah, so I had I was a cat person. I always said I would stay a cat person just because of the hours that I worked. I know I didn't feel that keeping dogs was, you know, I wasn't being fair to them just for my hours. 
But I finally got to the point where I, I had been without a dog long enough. I just wanted a dog. So I ended up getting a Great Dane. Yes, a Great Dane, one of the largest dogs you could possibly get. But it's very true. They're, they call them the gentle giants. And he's just a big love muffin. I mean, he's just he just wants to love on you all the time. But he's big. When he lays on the couch, he takes up the whole couch. But I have always, always wanted a French bulldog. It's always been on my list of things to get. And I just had an opportunity to do that. So Arya, named after Arya Stark, Game of Thrones, of course, joined our little tribe. So I have one of the largest dogs that you can get and one of the smallest dogs you can get. So when I'm walking the two of them together, it's quite hilarious. But she is the one who is the boss. She's the boss of the entire house. She's the boss over the cats. She's the boss over the over Harley, the Great Dane. She's a boss over me, and she's ruling the roost. Their antics are hilarious and funny, and you just you fall in love with them a little bit more every day. So, you know, I get it. I, I get the furry thing. So how's Mr. Darcy the cat taking all this? He's probably doing better than the other two. I have three cats. I have a British short hair. I have a, a mutt of a cat. And then Mr. Darcy is an exotic short hair. And he's probably the bravest out of all of my cats. And he comes out and interacts more than the other two. But they're just not happy. They're having none of it. So another child of yours is uh, Lilith, who Ooh. is your big Hellcat car. Eva is a big car fanatic race car enthusiast. So tell me about Lilith and tell me about this vacation you took where you were going around like racing tracks. <laughs> so I do love, I'm American muscle all the way. I've had Camaros. I've had three Mustangs. My last one being a Shelby Cobra. I transitioned to Dodge when they came out with the Hellcat and specifically the Hellcat wide body after the you know, they also came out with a demon last year that introduced the wide body. You know, obviously you need that width, that tire width when you're drag racing. Not that I do that. I'm not admitting to that. But that does help with your stability. So I named my car Lilith. And if anybody can, you can Google the history of Lilith as to why I named my car that. My license plate says my kitty. <laughs> and it is, it is the love of my life, and it's the most horsepower I've ever had. I enjoy it. So when you purchase a Hellcat through Dodge, you get one day of racing school out in Arizona at Bondurant Racing School. All the famous people, the actors go there to learn how to drive in movies. Actually, anecdotally, we were there talking to the instructors saying, so who's the most recent famous person you had? Well, there's a movie coming out here just in the next little bit called Ford versus Ferrari with Christian Bale and Matt Damon. Christian Bale had just been there training at Bondurant for this movie. And they were so they were telling about his activities there. So, yes, I went out there. I decided to upgrade my package instead of just taking the one day doing a, a full package of training. And I got to run around racetracks and got to learn all sorts of neat stuff. And it's, it's one of those once-in-a-lifetime things that you're on pure adrenaline for the whole time you're there. And wow, if, you know, it's, it's just one of the highlights of my life. It was a live-in-the-dream moment, right? It was a live-in-the-dream moment. So tr kind of the transition into pop culture a little bit, because you mentioned Christian Bale, you mentioned Matt Damon. 
this is a good segue into our living the dream sexiest celebrity male bracket. All right. So, since Eva and I talk pop culture all the time, and I've talked a ton of Seinfeld with Eva, but since I've talked about it almost on every show, we're not going to talk about Seinfeld. We're not going to talk about Chris Farley. One of the things I really have always enjoyed growing up, I was a big fan of People Magazine. My mom was a subscriber. So, of course, they're always having big stories about the celebrities, and I always found that interesting because I love the movies and TV. And every November, they come out with the, the Sexiest Man Alive episode. And I've never been in any of them, but maybe with this podcast growth, I'll eventually get to one, maybe. Or probably Rodney will get in there before I would. But, <laughs> but then they also do, like, the 100 Most Beautiful People and this and that. So I thought, who better to come up with our own list than doing this with Eva, since she's a pop culture diva. So, all right, so let's go ahead and get started on this. We're breaking this down into a series of brackets. We're going with the category of sexiest superhero, sexiest TV doctor or lawyer, sexiest rocker or singer, movie stars, and last but certainly not least, sexiest Michaels and sexiest celebrity Benjamins. <laughs> That's great. Love it. Let's first go, go ahead and get it started with Sexiest Superhero. The first bracket is Chris Hemsworth, who played Thor, or Jason Momoa from Aquaman. Oh, you're killing me, man. You're killing me. I'm a huge Game of Thrones fan, so... Oh, Ben, you didn't tell me you were going to cue it up this way. I always thought Chris Hemsworth was going to be my answer, but you threw in Jason on me. I'm going with Jason on this one. Really? I am. Like, my bracket's completely busted. <laughs> I'm but... sorry. You, you did it to me. <laughs> hey, I mean, this is like a Duke getting upset in the first round. <laughs> All right. Well, Jason Momoa moves on in the bracket. That is a shocker. All right, next one. Robert Downey Jr. from Iron Man and Christopher Reeve from Superman. Oh, oh, it's okay. So if we're saying sexiest man alive. Well, let me clarify, too. Sexy is not just on physical appearance. It can be charisma, personality, all that stuff. So take that into consideration. So I definitely have to go with Christopher Reeve on that one. All right, Christopher Reeve, the man of steel. Although... Come on, Henry Cavill. You could have put him in there. I don't even know who that guy is. That's the Man of Steel. That's the new Superman. <laughs> well, there's only one Superman. Okay. All right. Reeve. All right. Next one. Christian Bale or Heath Ledger? Heath Ledger. Boy, I would pick that one wrong, too. All right. Heath Ledger moves along. Yeah, I picked Christian Bale from Batman and Heath Ledger from The Joker. By the way, have you seen the new Joker? I have not. I haven't either. I've heard good reviews. I've heard mixed reviews, but I am looking forward to seeing it. Well, I know that one with Heath Ledger and the Joker. I mean, that was a great movie. That was groundbreaking performance. No, he was great. All right, next one. Chris Pratt from Avengers or his now father-in-law, Arnold Schwarzenegger from Conan the Barbarian. Oh, come on. There's no contest. Conan, man. All right, Arnold Schwarzenegger moves on. All right, so to finish out this bracket, we got Jason Momoa. Versus Christopher Reeve. Jason. All right, Jason Momoa. And next, Heath Ledger versus Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, oh my goodness. I'm going to go with Heath on this one because, like you said, Sexiest Man Alive, it's not just looks. It's not just muscle. Heath had a sensitivity about him. I'm, I'm going with Heath. 
Okay, now the final of this bracket. Jason Momoa versus Heath Ledger. Jason. All right, Jason Momoa wins. Man, I had him going out in the first round. (laughs) I'm happy to surprise you. Okay. Now we're going to the sexiest TV doctor or lawyer category. First matchup, Patrick Dempsey, Dr. McDreamy versus Eric Dane, Dr. McSteamy. Now, you know Patrick Dempsey's a race car driver. I do. Not influence your decision. No, no. I don't care either way. No, I'm, I'm going to Eric Dane on this one. God, I didn't expect that. Mm, yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. You know what this is turning into? What's that? It's like the Seinfeld episode when the opposite. When George Costanza was doing everything one way, he started to do the opposite, and it turned out to be right. That's how I should have picked this bracket. There you go. There you go. You got the answer. Next competition. From L.A. Law, who is the sexier L.A. Law attorney, Harry Hamlin or Jimmy Smits? Jimmy Smits. <laughs> With a resounding answer. Well, he's got a new law show. Have you seen that? I haven't. I've been working. It, but it takes place up in Memphis, up in your area. Bluff City Law. It's a pretty good one. Okay. Jimmy Smits moves on. Next, the Battle of the Suits lawyers. Gabriel Mott, who plays Harvey Specter. Or- Gabriel Mott. You don't have to go any further. Okay. <laughs> Who was his competition, though? Mike Ross. No. Nah. Patrick J. Gabriel. 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 All right. Move Harvey Specter along. <laughs> I love that show, by the way. All right. And finally, the Battle of the ER Doctors. George uh-huh. Clooney or Eric LaSalle? Ooh. Oh, man. Clooney's the obvious choice. He's just so suave. Like me. I loved his character. Eric LaSalle was, he was a little on the arrogant side for me. I'm going with Clooney on this one. And Eric LaSalle, he was the soul glow guy. In I, know who, I know who he was, but I'm going to go with Clooney. Yeah. All right, Clooney. So, final four in this bracket. We have Eric Dane, Jimmy Smits, Harvey Specter, Gabriel Mott, and George Clooney. So, first matchup, Eric Dane versus Jimmy Smits. Jimmy Smits. Jimmy Smits. I think my mom would probably approve of that. <laughs> She's a big L.A. Law fan. Now, Harvey Specter versus George Clooney. Oh, Gabriel. You're going with the lawyer. I'm going with the lawyer. All right. I don't know why, but I'm going with the lawyer. Okay. Now it comes down to a battle of the lawyers. Who's the sexiest TV lawyer of all time, Jimmy Smits or Harvey Specter? I'm going to have to say Jimmy Smits. He's got the time in. He's, he's a classic. He's, he's done, he's paid his dues. Jimmy Smits. Okay. I didn't, didn't expect that. I, would, <laughs> I was expecting Patrick Dempsey to come out of this. I love that I'm surprising you, even after all this time and after all of our pop culture conversations. Okay, next category. The sexiest celebrity Michaels. First up, Michael Jordan from the Chicago Bulls fame or Michael B. Jordan from the Creed movie. You could have said Black Panther, too. Well, that, too, but he wasn't the main star. In That's true, but he looked really good. If we're doing Sexiest Man Alive, I'm going with Michael B. Jordan. I've, I voted for that one. I figured that's what All you right. would do. i tell you what, though. I watched Creed, and it was a great movie. So I wanted to make sure he was definitely in this category. Gotcha. All right. Next battle of the Michaels. Michael Bublé versus Michael Bolton. <laughs> Come on, Bublé. Hands down. All right. Although, odd... I mean, I have to give props to Office Space and how they brought in Michael Bolton. I just, I love that. Love that movie. Okay. 
Yeah, but he got shot down pretty quick in your answer. It wasn't even close. Well, because Michael Buble is going to beat him over Sexiest Man Alive, period. All right. So now we are on to the Sexiest Celebrity Benjamins. All right. Ben Affleck or Benjamin Bratt? Bratt. But I do like Ben Affleck. Don't get me wrong. I, I think he's he's a very sexy individual. But love me some Benjamin Bratt, especially in the Julia Roberts era. Yeah. yeah. All right. Now we got Ben Stiller versus Ben McKenzie of the OC. Stiller. Really? All right. You're going for the comedy. There's nothing sexier than a man who can make you laugh. What about Rodney Dangerfield? He well, <laughs> he could definitely make me laugh, but I wouldn't put him in the sexy category. All right, all right. So, in the Battle of the Michaels, who's the sexier Michael? Michael B. Jordan or Michael Boublier? Michael B. Jordan. All right. And who's the sexiest Benjamin? Benjamin Bratt or Ben Stiller? Uh, Bratt's going to win that one. Okay. So, well, I tell you what, this is starting to come out pretty tough. So, to see who comes out of this bracket, Michael B. Jordan... Or Benjamin Bratt? Who do you pick? Benjamin Bratt. And between Jason Momoa and Jimmy Smits, who do you pick? Jason Momoa. Final four, two, first two entrants are Jason Momoa and who did we say? Benjamin Bratt? Benjamin Bratt. All right. I can see where this is going. I'm sure your audience can as well. Well, I don't know. I'm afraid to guess anything right now. <laughs> Next topic. We're going with the sexiest singers we're generally staying with singers who are popular like in the in the 80s and and forward so with that being said we're pushing it a little bit here but with mick jagger and paul mccartney who do you pick mick jagger paul mccartney i'm taking paul so mick jagger's getting no satisfaction no not a bit none of this all right i I can't get over the lips like i just can't do that all right well i don't have steven tyler on this list (laughs) okay next battle axel rose versus vince neal that i'm taking axel okay John Bon Jovi versus Richie Sambor in the Battle of the Bon Jovi. Oh, Bon Jovi. Hands down. No battle. That's not even a question. Okay. This might be an interesting one. Prince versus Sting. Oh, Prince. Totally. Next one. I think you'll enjoy this one. Chris Cornell or Gavin Rossdale. I hate you. What? That's a terrible matchup. Why? Because one of them has to lose. Oh, okay. Let's think about what the contest is. Sexiest man alive. Well, you know what we can do? Maybe we can have a wild card here. Maybe if we get to a matchup that you don't like, that you, you replace one of these others with them. Oh, okay. Well, I, I guess in fairness to the actual contest that we're doing here, I have to go with Gavin. Gavin Rossdale. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Boy, I tell you, a lot of my women friends are crying with Chris Cornell not getting picked. I, it, it's like Sophie's Choice. How do, how do you pick between the two? You're going to make me pick one? That's I'm, I'm going that way. Do you want him to be like a wild card? No, I'm okay. Let's, let's continue down this way. Okay. Next battle. The Battle of the Wild Men, Slash or Tommy Lee? Ugh. Or do you want to pick none <laughs> with that? I'd have to go with Slash on that one. Okay. Next one. Adam Levine versus Justin Timberlake. Justin. See, that was another surprise. You know, we were talking about the show yesterday, and you are bragging about Adam Levine, and here he is out in the first round. But it's not my fault you paired him with Justin Timberlake. Of course he was going to lose that one. All right, so who is the um, sexiest crooner, Marvin Gaye or Harry Connick Jr.? Again, not fair. I'm going to have to say Harry Connick Jr. because I've actually seen him live in concert, and it was absolutely amazing. All right, Harry Connick Jr. 
Next, we're going to the world of country music. Blake Shelton or Luke Bryan? You know I don't listen to country music, but I know who you're referring to. Blake will lose every time, so Luke. All right, Luke Bryan. Next, I'm trying to go with some 80s like alternative music here, so I'm going with Morrissey versus George Michael. Mmm, interesting. I'm going to go with Morrissey on that one. Okay. Now, we're going a little old school here. Some classic guys who are around for many years but seem to always get better with age. Tony Bennett or Frank Sinatra? That's not even fair again. I'm going to have to say Tony Bennett on that one. Tony Bennett. Mm -hmm. Okay. And the last category, I had to throw in some hip-hop, rap, R&B. I went with LL Cool J versus 50 Cent. LL Cool J. All right. Mama said, knock you out. (laughs) So as we're going down the bracket here, we have Paul McCartney versus Axl Rose. Paul McCartney. Oh, my gosh. Okay, Bon Jovi versus Prince. Not fair. Oh. Okay. Prince. I think my last guest, Dr. Vivian Ariola, would definitely appreciate that since she's a Prince fan and named her pug after Prince. Well, there you go. So, all right, Gavin Rossdale versus Slash. Gavin. Uh, I figured that was going to happen. Sorry, Slash. <laughs> now we got Justin Timberlake versus Harry Connick Jr. Ooh, ooh. I'm going with Harry. Okay. Luke Bryan versus Morrissey. Morrissey. And Tony Bennett versus LL Cool J. Now that, that's an interesting <laughs> pairing right there. <laughs> I want to see Tony Bennett do lip sync battle. That's all I'm saying. LL Cool J. Okay. Down to the final eight in this bracket. We got Paul McCartney versus Prince. Prince. Okay. Gavin Rossdale versus Harry Connick Jr. Gavin. And let's see. We got Morrissey versus LL Cool J. LL. Now, we're down to Prince versus Gavin Rossdale. We got LL Cool J, and he's going to be matched up with... Wait, we already took Benjamin Bratt. All right, so we're going to have one of these guys get a pass. You know what? Why don't we do this? Since you hated Chris Cornell being out in the first round, do you want him to be the wild card and advance all the way to the final four, or do you want to pick somebody else? No, let's do that. All right. So I'm going to match him up with L.O. Cool J. So Prince versus Gavin Rossdale. Mm-mm. I'm going with Prince. Okay. And L.O. Cool J versus Chris Cornell. Mm-hmm. For this category, again, Sexiest Man Alive, I'm afraid i got to go with LL on this one. Okay. So now it comes down to Prince versus LL Cool J. Who is the sexiest singer? Male singer. (laughs) Wow. For two completely different reasons. They're both completely leaders in their category for different reasons altogether. I'm going to go with LL Cool J. Okay, LL Cool J. And you know what? He was a last-minute addition to my bracket. And he won. And he won. Exactly. Wow. All right, so our final four is down, added one more. We've got Jason Momoa, Benjamin Bratt, LL Cool J, and last, the category of the movie stars. Mm. All right, first category, the Battle of the Outsiders, Patrick Swayze and Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe. Really? Oh, yeah. So Swayze's losing in the first round? Yes. He's what? lost. He's done. Oh. He's out. Out. Oh, man. I didn't expect that at all. 
Did you, have you seen Rob Lowe's the ghost hunting show that he does with his sons? I haven't, but I loved him when he did the the commercials and like the peaked in high school Rob Lowe. Oh my gosh, love Rob Lowe. Okay, Rob Lowe. Next, we got the Battle of the Magic Mics. Joe Manginello or Channing Tatum? Mm, Joe. Joe Manginello. For those who don't know who he is, he's Sofia Vergara's husband. <laughs> All right. Next, we have the Battle of the Scientologists, Tom Cruise and John Travolta. Tom Cruise. Even though I used to live kind of next door to John Travolta up in Ocala. Mm-hmm. Heard his planes pass over all the time. Love him. He's such a down-to-earth person. In this particular contest, got to go with Tom. Okay. Next category. We're going with the Ebony Magazine cover model. Morris Chestnut or Wayne Brady? Morris. Morris Chestnut wins. He's a really good actor. I mean, he. I've watched several of his movies, and he's he's just really good. He is. The Battle of the Fast and Furious. Mm. Vin Diesel or Paul Walker? Vin Diesel. Vin Diesel. All right, and the Battle of the Ryans. Ryan Gosling or Ryan Reynolds? Reynolds. I'm going to go with Reynolds on this one. The Battle of the Wrestlers. The Rock or Stone Cold Steve Austin? Oh, The Rock. Come on. Dwayne Johnson? Mm. Mm-mm-mm. <laughs> Give me some of that. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> All right, next category, the Battle of the Mats. Matt Damon or Matthew McConaughey? Ooh. Sexiest man alive. I don't like Matt McConaughey when he lost all the weight for for Dallas Buyers Club and stuff like that. I don't like that Matthew McConaughey. I like the Magic Mike Matthew McConaughey better. Can I, can I phrase it that way? Yeah. Okay. All right, there you go. So do you want the Matthew McConaughey that talks in the, the Buick commercials really, really slow? I want the how to lose a guy in 10 days Matthew McConaughey. I want the fail, failure to launch Matthew McConaughey. Right, so I want, the bottom line is Matt Damon's out. Matt Damon's out. Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay. okay. All right. Got it. All right. all right, all right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Next, the battle of the James Bonds, Pierce Brosnan or Sean Connery. Sean Connery will win in every bracket you hand me on that one. All right. There is no other James Bond. Sorry, all current James Bonds. Okay. Pierce Brosnan is out. Next category. I think you're going to find it a tough one. Or maybe not. Hey, I've been wrong on most of these anyway. <laughs> the Battle of the Brads. Bradley Cooper or Brad Pitt? Oh. I'm going with Brad Pitt, surprisingly, on this one. That surprises me too, but it surprises me. Yeah, when you when uh, you know I'm looking at their entire career, everything they've done. Yeah, I'm going Brad Pitt on this one. Okay, who's the sexiest man of the three men and three men and a baby? Tom Selleck, Ted Danson, or Steve Gutenberg? Steve Gutenberg. Really? Yeah. I thought Tom Selleck would win that for sure. Again, when you're talking about the whole package with the funny, with the with the not just looks, but the just the way he approaches and sees things. I think I, I think Steve Gutenberg should have done much more in his career than he did. I, I just found him to be hilarious. Yeah, especially in Police Academy. Oh, my gosh. He's so funny. Okay. A little bit of a, a shocker there. Magnum P.I. is out in the first round. I'm not a mustache person. All right. Next category. This is in the Mother's Heartthrob category. Mm. Who wins between Hugh Jackman and Richard Gere? Ugh. Oof, oof, oof. 
This is going to surprise you. I'm going to say Richard Gere. All right, Richard Gere. Although I do love Hugh Jackman, I there's Richard Gere. Yeah, there's this smoldering thing about him. Was it from Pretty Woman or Officer and a Gentleman? Or just the fact that he was married or to even, Christy, or even, Cindy Croft. Even Knights and Rodanth. I mean, there's even his, some of his more recent stuff. He's got this smoldering thing about him that just doesn't exist with who I know. Remember who you said? Hugh Jackman. Hugh Jackman. Yeah, it's not the same. Okay, next battle. Denzel Washington or Idris Elba? Ugh, you're mean. Idris. So Denzel's out in the first round. If Denzel had a British accent, he might do better, but Idris. Yeah, Idris was actually, he was People Magazine's Sexiest Man Alive in 2018. Because he is. All right, next we're battling out with the comedians, Eddie Murphy or Dave Chappelle. (laughs) Oh, my goodness gracious. I can never forget how I just laughed until I cried with Eddie Murphy. It's going to have to be Eddie Murphy. Are you looking forward to the Coming to America remake? Actually, I just saw Arsenio Hall has a new Netflix comedy special, and he made reference to that, and he made reference to a couple of his characters, and it just made me want to see it even more. It's going to be great. They they had an interview with Eddie Murphy on Jimmy Kimmel, and he was talking about going out on stand-up, so I'm really looking forward to that. Yes. All right. The Battle of the Duke Boys, Bo Duke or Lou Duke? Ooh. Bo. Right. Blonde cutie. Next, the Battle of the Radio host, Joe Rogan or Howard Stern? Hmm. Hmm. I'm going with Howard Stern. Really? I am. Why's that? He's more cerebral than Joe Rogan. He also owns a bulldog. Well, see, I must have intuitively known exactly. that. <laughs> All right. The Battle of the, the TV and Movie Dads, Eugene Levy from American Pie. And, of course, your favorite, Shit's Creek. <laughs> and Brian Cranston from Malcolm in the Middle and Breaking Bad. Oh, Eugene Levy. There's there's no contest there. All right. I love Eugene Levy. He was also the, the car salesman in Vacation with Chevy Chase. <laughs> love him. And love his son, Dan. The, the work they're doing on Shit's Creek is so funny. All right. The last category, it's just basically the battle between two guys that most of my women friends just salivate over. Okay. Johnny Depp or David Beckham? David Beckham. Only because Johnny Depp has just gotten a little too crazy in his older years. So I'm going with Beckham. All right, Beckham. Whew, boy, I tell you what, we got some tough matchups coming up here. Whew, I can't, I hope everybody is still with us, but this is so much fun. <laughs> All right, so we're going to knock it down here. We're going to go Rob Lowe versus Joe Manginello. Rob Lowe. Really? Yes. Wow. Okay, Tom Cruise versus Morris Chestnut. Tom Cruise. Vin Diesel versus Ryan Reynolds. Ouch. Mm. I'm going, I'm going Ryan Reynolds. We got The Rock versus Matthew McConaughey. Rock. We got Sean Connery versus Brad Pitt. Brad Pitt. Steve Gutenberg versus Richard Gere. Richard Gere. Idris Elba versus Eddie Murphy. Idris. Bo Duke versus Howard Stern. That's just such a funny. <laughs> well, you do know I'm from the South. Well, I do. Bo Duke. Eugene Levy versus David Beckham. I'm going Eugene Levy. That has got to be the upset of the century. <laughs> Eugene Levy over David Beckham. Because he makes me laugh. He is hilarious. It's so important. It's so important. It is. Wow. 
So let me just kind of recap for the audience here. We are down to Rob Lowe versus Tom Cruise, so another battle of the outsiders. We've got Ryan Reynolds versus The Rock. We have Brad Pitt versus Idris Elba. Ooh. And Bo Duke versus Eugene Levy mm. in the Dark Horse mm. category. Mm. Okay. So here we go. Rob Lowe or Tom Cruise? Going Tom Cruise. Okay. Ryan Reynolds versus The Rock. Rock. Brad Pitt versus Idris Elba. Idris. Okay. Bo Duke versus Eugene Levy. I really don't like this matchup. You couldn't get two more different people in in this <laughs> in this bracket. I just decided this morning to put Eugene Levy <laughs> in the bracket because he's such a funny guy. You know, at the end of the day, no matter how sexy you are, you have to be able to have a conversation with them, right? Right. I'm going Eugene Levy. You know. If Eugene Levy, like, wins this bracket, this is going to be, like, <laughs> hilarious. This is going to be fantastic. Well, quit matched them up to people. That's so difficult. Oh, my goodness. Okay. All right. Boy, we are down to the nitty-gritty here. Tom Cruise or The Rock? Rock. Idris Elba versus Eugene Levy. I have I have to go with Idris. Sorry, Eugene. I thought you were going to say Eugene Levy. <laughs> no. I thought you were going to say Eugene Levy. Uh, no, no. He's starting to lose when we're getting up to where we are with our uh, our men here. Okay, so in a battle of, gosh, what was the summer movie that came out? It was Hobbs and Shaw. They were both in Hobbs and Shaw. Yep. And I got to tell you, in my personal opinion, Idris Elba was the better actor in that movie. Hands down, he's the better actor. But do you watch Luther? Do you watch his show, the British BBC show? I have. I've watched him in maybe like two movies, but he's mm. really good. All right, so we got the Battle of the Rock or Idris Elba. Who is the sexiest movie star? The Rock. The Rock. My first woman guest, Lisa Concepcion, the dating expert. She's clapping and. And standing up and celebrating <laughs> that The Rock has been picked. Okay, All so, right. boy, we got a rough final four here. We got Jason Momoa, Benjamin Bratt, LL Cool J, and The Rock. So, first matchup, Jason Momoa versus Benjamin Bratt. Jason Momoa. LL Cool J versus The Rock. The Rock. All right. And for the final competition, the winner... Of our Sexiest Man Alive, or Eva's Sexiest Man Alive competition, who do you pick, Jason Momoa or The Rock? Jason Momoa. Aquaman wins. Aquaman wins. Aquaman wins at the box office, (laughs) and he wins in the bracket. All right, so... I guess that means I... Oh, wow. I did not expect Jason Momoa to win. I didn't either. I thought Chris Hemsworth was going to win this thing. Well, you should not have matched him up against somebody who's clearly very sexy. Well, hey, you know, I had to put a good bracket together. <laughs> I spent like two hours on this. Oh, my goodness gracious. All right. So I can't let you just have all the fun. So I created a bracket of my own for me to fill out. And it is based on the sexiest celebrity women ever. So my first matchup, I've got a battle of 32 ladies. <laughs> and I'm starting out with a tough one. Now, I started out with Jason Momoa and Chris Hemsworth for you. So I'm going with women with Miami connections, Sofia Vergara versus J-Lo. And I'm going with Sofia Vergara. Really? That surprises me. Yep, going with Sofia Vergara. Okay. 
They're real and they're spectacular. <laughs> after Seinfeld, but she's pretty funny too. I she think. is, no question about I it. I think she does a real good job on Modern Family, and so I would go with Sophia over J Lo. Gotcha. Next in the battle of the desperate housewives, Terry Hatcher back in the day, or Eva Longoria, and I went with Terry Hatcher. Because she was the genesis of the phrase, <laughs> they're real and they're spectacular in Seinfeld. But I'm surprised you didn't go with Eva. I, I am, especially since my name is Eva. Well, you know what? I didn't even take that into consideration. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's fine. Hey, well, I she surprised was in, you. She was in Lois and Clark, though, too. There you so. go. I surprised you, so you can surprise me. I went with Terry Hatcher. All right. All right. Next competition, the Battle of the Supermodels from the 80s and 90s. Cindy Crawford or Christy Brinkley? It's a tough one. No, it's not. I know what you're going to pick. I went with Christy Brinkley. I knew it. <laughs> National Lampoon's Vacation. Exactly. You that's are, exactly the reason I why I went with her. I know that's why you that did. That is why I went with I her. I know. I know. So, all right. So I went with Christy Brinkley. Next, in the battle of the classic celebrity photos of all time, Jane Mansfield or Sophia Loren. There was that photo where, like, Sophia Loren was sitting next to Jane Mansfield and just staring at her. Yeah. It's hard to turn down an attractive Italian, so I went with Sophia Loren. You can't lose on that one. No. You can't lose on that battle. But Jane Mansfield was actually referenced in Seinfeld. Yes. So, but I went with Sophia Loren. I loved her when she was in um, Grumpier Old Men with with Jack Lemmon and Walter Matthau. She was hilarious. Next, the Battle of the Icons. Marilyn Monroe or Madonna. That was a tough one, but actually, you know what? It really wasn't that tough for me. I went with Marilyn Monroe, hands down. I figured you would, only because we've seen the arc of Madonna, right? Mm -hmm. You know, Madonna in the 80s, 90s, we've seen her arc. Unfortunately, you know, Marilyn Monroe didn't get a chance to finish out her career and her life. She was classy, in my opinion. And she was from that era, like, I mean, she was like the... The first big Hollywood star that I can remember who was like this just great, you know, pardon the phrase, but just really a sex goddess. Yeah. She was, you know, everyone's dream. And even today, I mean, she's just such a, an icon in, in pop culture. Yeah. So I went with Marilyn Monroe. Next, I'm going with the Battle of the Cougars. Raquel Welch or Stifler's mom. <laughs> well, we know who would win it on its merits alone, but <laughs> you are such a movie person. I wouldn't be surprised if you went with Stifler's mom. I went with Raquel Welch. Okay, all right. That's that's the classic. That's she was in Seinfeld, too. That's true. Well, so I went with Raquel Welch. Actually, to be honest, I mean, in my top five of all time, I'd put Raquel Welch in there. I love that she was the poster for Shawshank Redemption, too. Mm-hmm. I love that. So next, the battle of the the Hollywood blondes right now, Elizabeth Banks or Kristen Bell. Both are, they're around my age, but they're both, you know, I think they're both pretty funny. They have a good personality, and they kind of have that girl-next-door look. But since one of my favorite movies is The 40-Year-Old Virgin, and Elizabeth Banks was in that movie, (laughs) and she is the current host of Pressure Luck on ABC, (laughs) I'm going with Elizabeth Banks. Okay. And the last one of this particular bracket is the Battle of the Baywatch Babes, Pamela Anderson versus Donna D'Erico. And I went with Donna D'Erico. Oh, okay. Well, I was going to say I, that could go either way. That could go either way. But, well, I, but went, I support your choice. I went with Donna just because I think Pam over the years has been a little wild and this and that. And me being from the South, I don't know that 
Donna's from Alabama originally, right. so I'm going to go with Donna D'Erico in a bit of an upset. <laughs> Next battle, Salma Hayek versus Irina Shirek. And Irina Shirek, she used to be engaged to uh, Bradley Cooper. Sure. No. She was Sports Illustrated cover model. But There's in the something theme, about Salma, man. I'm going with Salma Hayek. All right. I'm going with Salma Hayek. Next, the Battle of the Jennifers. Jennifer Aniston or Jennifer Garner? And a bit of an upset, I'm going with Jennifer Garner. I, I'm okay with that. I mean, she's so well-rounded in what she's done in her career. And she, she does have just the prettiest face. Yeah, I'm okay with that. And she got away from Ben Affleck. <laughs> I'm not a big <laughs> Ben Affleck fan. Oh, clearly. But anyway, all right, so Jennifer Garner in a bit of an upset. Next, the Battle of the Queens. Meghan Markle or Beyonce? Oh, you better pick Queen B. Oh, I, I'm sorry, but I'm going with Meghan Markle. Oh, come on, Ben. Ben. All right. Well, I can't go with Beyonce because I think she would be a little bossy, and I wouldn't want to be bossed around. Plus, I think Meghan Markle's, like, really hot. Plus, she was in suits. <laughs> so I, I'm going to go with Meghan Markle. Well, I would say don't think for a second. She's not bossy, too. Well, she may be. <laughs> anyway, from what I've seen so far in suits, All right. I would go with Meghan Markle. Okay. Next, have Halle Berry versus Kerry Washington. There's only one outcome. Well, actually, this was this was kind of a tough debate because, I mean, Halle Berry, it's, it's Halle Berry. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. you know, it is what it is. It's one outcome. But Kerry Washington, I really like her acting. I think she does a really good job. And that Jefferson's remake that uh, Jimmy Kimmel did, yeah. she was excellent in that. But at the end of the day... This you got to go with Halle Berry. You gotta, anybody who doesn't pick Halle Berry, I think, needs to go check themselves into the hospital down the road because something's wrong. Well, I mean, at least I picked her for the first round. There now, there's go. no guarantee she's going to win. Okay. All right. All right. Next battle, Angelina Jolie versus Charlize Theron. I know what the answer is in my head. I'm going to see if it's yours. Well, I'm going with Charlize Theron. Okay, that's that's the right choice. All right. That's the right choice. Honestly, Angelina Jolie kind of just kind of scares the crap out of me. And if, she, <laughs> and if she's too wild and crazy for Billy Bob Thornton, I know that's not a good match for me. Not a good match for you. That's correct. So, and with all the kids now, it's like I'd have no time for me or Rodney. We'd be neglected. So. Oh, my goodness. So I'm going with Charlize Theron. Next, in the Battle of the WWE Divas. I'm going, I have a battle of Charlie Caruso or Mandy Rose, and I'm going with Charlie Caruso. I have no frame of reference for who you're speaking right. about. Well, here's, so. who I, here's why I'm going with Charlie Caruso. All right. First off, she's an Italian. She's very attractive, brunette. And Mandy Rose is Italian as well, and she's also very attractive. But Charlie Caruso also works for ESPN, so she has to know about wrestling and sports. Okay. Plus, she's into fitness, and she likes to work out, and she's into healthy eating. All things that I'm into. Okay. Plus, she's funny. All right. So. Wait a minute. Did you say healthy eating? I have seen you consume a whole box of chocolate chip cookies. Right. But that's when I've eaten clean the following day. <laughs> I've done a cleanse or something like that. So, Anyway. Went with Charlie Caruso there. Next, the Battle of the Sports Illustrated cover models. Olivia Cupo or Kate Upton here from Brevard County, actually. Uh-huh. I'm going with Olivia Cupo. <gasps> no. Yes. Okay. I am. All right. I'm going with Olivia Cupo. All right. I know the Brevard folks in the audience are disappointed. They're very disappointed in you. Went with Olivia Cupo. And finally, I have the Battle of the co host from the 1990s MTV show, 
Oh gosh, I just forgot the name. All right, it was it's Jenny McCarthy versus Carmen Electra. And I'm going with Carmen Electra. Really? I'm going with Carmen Electra. Really? Yes. Because she loves rock music and she's a dancer. Okay. So, gosh, I can't believe I forgot the name of that show. Mm-mm. Anyway, it was a show like in college. We'd always watch me and the guys in the dorm and stuff. Okay. Anyway, all right. So, we are down to the next round of Sofia Vergara versus Terry Hatcher. Mm-hmm. I'm going Sofia Vergara. Of course. I mean, I know Terry Hatcher is real and spectacular, but she's not as real and spectacular as Sofia Vergara. <laughs> Next, I have Christy Brinkley versus Sophia Loren. Now, this this is a tough one, but I'm going to be the gentleman that prefers the blonde, and I'm going to go with Christy Brinkley. Again, it's all about vacation. It is. It is. So then I got Marilyn Monroe versus Raquel Welch. I'm going with a blonde again. I'm going with Marilyn Monroe. That's a classic choice. You can't, you can't doubt you for that one. Yeah. Plus, in Seinfeld... Raquel Welch, they said she was difficult, and she beat up Kramer. So I'm like, I, I got to kind of <laughs> demerit her you for that. You got to ding her for that one. Exactly. So then I got Elizabeth Banks versus Donna D'Errico. While they're both very attractive blondes, I'm going with the comedian and Elizabeth Banks. I'm proud of you for that one. So. All right. And finishing out this bracket, we got Sophia Vergara versus Christy Brinkley and Marilyn Monroe versus Elizabeth Banks. Mm-hmm. I tell you, man, Sophia Vergara versus Christy Brinkley. I'm going with Sophia Vergara. Really? I'm going with Sophia Vergara. Okay, that surprises me a little bit. Just because Christy has withstood the test of time. She has, but I think Sophia Vergara is going to withstand the test of time. You think things are going to start dropping on her a little bit? I don't think so with modern medicine. Okay. So I'm going with Sophia Vergara. Plus, over the weekend, I watched Soul Plane. I'd never seen that movie, but it was hilarious, and she was in it. So you were influenced, is what you're saying. Well, it was funny. If you had watched Vacation this weekend, this might be a different bracket. Well, I did watch Vacation this weekend. Oh, okay. (laughs) But anyway, so I went with Sofia Vergara. All right, now I've got Marilyn Monroe versus Elizabeth Banks. Oh, we know who's winning that one. I'm going with Elizabeth Banks. You are not. Yes, I am. Okay. I'm going with Elizabeth Banks because... I think with Elizabeth Banks, I would have more in common to talk with her about. That's probably true. That's Plus, probably true. I think she's really attractive. Absolutely. And she's very well educated. So as you know, I like to talk from the length of this podcast. And she was she she is in one of my favorite movie franchises, The Hunger Games. So um, I'll give you that one. So it's down to Sofia Vergara versus Elizabeth Banks. Two di- very different looks, mm-hmm. different body styles. Mm-hmm. But I'm going with Elizabeth Banks. Yay for you. I'm going with Elizabeth Banks. Yay for you. So this really wasn't about being the sexiest person alive. This was about who you wanted as a mate. Well, I tell you what, I think Elizabeth Banks holds her own with anybody. Absolutely. I think maybe she's listening to the podcast. Well, we can probably make that happen, right? Maybe. But, (laughs) I mean, she's well-educated. I know she's going to... which. Sophia Vergara is very impressive, too. Like, when I started to, like, research her background, I mean, first you think, oh, my gosh, it's this hot model, and, you know, you only think of the exterior. But she's also been very involved with, um, you know, the business line and done a lot of good charity work. So she's a very well-rounded individual. It's just, I just think I'd have more in common with Elizabeth Banks. So. That's what I'm saying. You, This was for you to choose a mate. This wasn't about sexiest person alive. Exactly. So we have Elizabeth Banks, and we'll see who comes out. In the next battle, we have Salma Hyatt versus Jennifer Garner. 
I'm going with Salma Hayek there. Okay. Meghan Markle versus Halle Berry. Uh, I'm actually I'm judging go. you on this one. All right. Who is it? Gosh, I don't know. It's tough. I'm going to go with Meghan Markle because... Ben, I have lost all respect for you. I want you what? to know that. Come what? on. Halle Berry. Halle Berry. That, need I say more? But, you know, okay, this is this is your perfect mate. But with Meghan Markle, though, I mean, she's very smart. She's into charity. She likes sports. Not so. the point. All right. Well, I'm going with <laughs> Meghan Markle here. I'm, I'm, I'm a little disappointed, I must say. Okay. Next, I've got Charlize Theron and Charlie Caruso. You know what? I'm going with Charlie Caruso, and here's why. Because I'm, Audience, I'm rolling my eyes. You can't see that, but I'm rolling them. No, no. Here's why. Because I think if I met Charlize Theron, she and I really don't have that much in common. Whereas, I mean, she's obviously very attractive. You don't know that. Of what I've researched. Hmm. I don't think she's a Seinfeld fan, and I know Charlie Caruso is. <laughs> so that's huge. I think we're making assumptions, but go ahead. Go so ahead. the fact that I know I can, with Charlie Caruso, she's into fitness, she's funny, and she's into, I can talk wrestling and sports with her. She gets my vote over Charlize Theron. <laughs> Though maybe Charlie Caruso would vote for Charlize Theron. I don't know. <laughs> All right. Olivia Cooper or Carmen Electra? I'm going with Carmen Electra. That's a classic choice. I mean, and it's from the era, you know, when she was popular, when, when you were really getting into movies and enjoying movies. That doesn't surprise me. Now we have Salma Hayek versus Meghan Markle. Mm. I'm sorry, but I'm going Salma Hayek. Okay, thank you. Redemption. <laughs> Ben's redemption is what we're calling this episode. All right. So when you, when you get the Golden Globes named after you, you've got to go with Salma Hayek. <laughs> you have to. All right. Now I have Charlie Caruso versus Carmen Electra, and as much as I do like Charlie Caruso, I'm going Carmen Electra. Okay. All right. Plus, she was in a movie with Eugene Levy. Of course. But I think you were surprised Charlie Caruso made it that far. I was. And a little disappointed in you, but okay. Well. You redeemed yourself. Ben's redemption. All right. Go ahead. So next, I have Salma Hayek versus Carmen Electra. Mm. I'm going with Carmen Electra because I know I can talk music with her. Benjamin Wilson. I'm going Carmen Electra. Ugh. Okay. This is your bracket. So, we got Carmen Electra versus Elizabeth Banks for the, ch- the championship. And I'm going with Elizabeth Banks. Okay. Again, you seem to redeem yourself once we get a little bit further down the road. So, I'm okay with that. It's a little surprising, but I'm okay with so it. So, who are you thinking I was going to pick out of this? You thought Sofia Vigard win the whole thing? I did. I did. I, I really did. Some of, the, some of the classic, we've got some classic beauties on this list. Mm-hmm. And it is the sexiest person alive, right? That's what we're going for here. Or select, sexiest celebrity woman ever, because, of course, Marilyn Correct. Monroe Correct. But you're choosing based on who you want as a mate. The, all the attributes you're looking for, that's who you're choosing in your bracket, which you're allowed to do. It's your bracket. Right. But uh, mine standards were based on something a little bit more visceral. <laughs> you know, and I think Elizabeth Banks has a bulldog. It may be a French bulldog. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, there you go. That's why she wins. So, anyway, so, according to our vote, the sexiest celebrity woman ever is Elizabeth Banks. Don't say our vote, Ben's vote. All right, my vote. 
Who would you vote out of this? I'd be up. Well, I would have definitely taken Selma Hayek over that one. Over Elizabeth Banks? Yes. You know, you got Marilyn Monroe in that. That's such a classic, gorgeous person. Jane Mansfield. Look at all that. Are you talking about Jane? Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, that was what Sophia Loren was staring at in the photo. Or J-Lo. Man, what I wouldn't give to age as well as she has aged. Yeah, but she was up against Sophia Vergara in the first round. That's true. She got out pretty quickly, but... Yeah. All right. So, and you ended up with Jason Momoa. I did. Happy with the decision? I am very happy with that decision. All right. What do I win? Do I... You actually win a bottle of Grey Goose vodka that has been in my refrigerator for the past year. I will put it to good use. I got it from a client, and of course, since I don't drink, it's just been sitting there. And it's one of those big bottles, too. Good. I'll put. Uh, hey, you and I work on HOAs together. I will definitely put it to good use. Will you be watching Aquaman? <laughs> I could. I could watch Aquaman while drinking Grey Goose. All right. So, anyway, Eve, I really appreciate you coming on the show. We talked to... Uh, a little bit about Vieira, what we have going on here in Brevard County. But we always enjoy talking the pop culture things with you, and I thought the, the bracket thing was pretty fun. So I really appreciate you taking the time to come on the show. Thank you so much, Ben, for this opportunity. This was a lot of fun, and I hope you have me back, not too distant future. Yeah. I'll have to make sure Rodney's on that episode. There you go. So anyway, folks, we really appreciate the time. Hope you all enjoyed the the bracketology that we had going on here and uh, have a great week and keep listening to our show you know the podcast we're actually getting a lot of great numbers on listeners you can follow us on uh, line at www.benandrodney.com follow us on apple Podcasts, google Podcasts, and iHeartRadio by searching the apps under living the dream with ben and rodney so thanks a lot and have a great day thanks for listening to this episode Find us online at benandrodney.com and follow us on Instagram at benwilsonmiami.com.